And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully you guys had a terrific weekend. Uh, great show for you today. I was joined by my good friend Tyler Grant. It's always a great time talking to Tyler. Uh, we, we covered a lot. We talked about Anthony Fauci proving uh, once again that he is a liar and a charlatan. Uh, we talked about... Uh, what it's going to take to get the country back to normal and what normal is going to look like. Uh, we, we covered a lot. I think you guys will enjoy it. Before I get to Tyler, guys, I want to say hi to our sponsors over at Bulk Munitions. Ladies and gentlemen, you should definitely buy your ammo from Bulk Munitions. Uh, if for no other reason, uh, then they're the only people with ammo in stock right now. I don't know if you've noticed, but the shelves at your local gun shop are probably empty. Um, and, and let's be honest, even when they have it, uh, you know, they'll limit, like, at least all my local gun shops to say you can only buy you know one box of nine at a time something like that uh none of these issues at bulkmunitions.com ladies and gentlemen they have whatever you need in stock whether you're looking for nine millimeter two two three five five six or whatever else you need they have it in stock all orders ship within two business days and and these guys are fantastic i love what this company is about they donate uh 10 of their profits to christian-based and second amendment supporting nonprofits. they call it their ammo tithe uh, and if all of that isn't great enough they're giving this audience a limited time offer the first 25 of you guys to use the promo code TNGP21 that is TNGP21 at checkout will get a free uh, Blackhawk magazine case either a soft-sided case for pistol mags or a hard-sided case for AR-15 mags you get that on the house with any uh, order over $100 you can see that special offer right now at bulkmunitions.com slash TNGP that is bulkmunitions.com slash TNGP use the promo code TNGP21 at checkout uh, guys if you haven't already please follow us on Twitter at no gimmicks pod Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, make sure to subscribe. And if you want to support the show, you can do so monthly over on Patreon, patreon.com slash the No Gimmicks Podcast. All right, without further ado, the great Tyler Graham. All right, guys, we're here with my brother, Tyler Grant. Ty, how you been, man? Good, man. Been busy. Been moving paper. How about you? <laughs> Just moving paper. Uh, you know, I've been busy just unsuccessfully trying to shoot turkeys. So uh, that's been my uh, my new hobby, and, and it, I'm just I'm terrible at it. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm a terrible, terrible turkey hunter. Well, you, you got some time, man. Thanksgiving's going to come up pretty quickly, but I think you got some time till then. So that's when that's when the bacon comes due. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, a lot to get to as always today. Um, let's just jump right into it, man. I I, I keep trying to figure out Anthony Fauci. Um, if he's one of or uh, one of two different things, I, I can't tell if he's a vicious sociopath, you know, <laughs> just trying to destroy the republic, or if he's simply a, a charlatan who doesn't know anything about anything. I mean, like conventional wisdom would say that you can't be both of those two things simultaneously, but maybe he's figured out a way. Um, I, I really don't know. But Fauci, you know, for the last year has called anybody who questioned the origins of COVID a conspiracy theorist, and now. Uh, he came out over the weekend and said, yeah, COVID was probably released from the, the lab in Wuhan. So uh, no new information uh, was released at all. So he, he's just making stuff up. He just says whatever he wants, just lies with impunity for political gain. So uh, I, I, however you want to slice it, he's just a, a wicked, wicked human being, I think. Yeah, it, it's kind of funny because as as the coronavirus has 
played out. You've had these people who are supposed to be the spokes people of the, the medical community or epidemiology or social responsibility or social order take on these these significantly different hats as this has played out. And for some reason, as we continue to in society, and certainly the left has, is to make and elevate these people who are, you know, just a guy who is a specialist in a very specific area of medicine or, or public policy and have them be the arbiters of, of every single social and cultural issue. And so being a China observer myself, I was watching news, you know, there's been several times that illnesses have come out of, out of China, they've reported on it, but this one was different in a lot of ways where doctors were going missing, people that spoke out about it, politicians, politicos, other types of business people were being either disappeared, silenced, or otherwise condemned by the Chinese Communist Party, which is sort of a weird asterisk that a lot of China's, China observers were, were wondering what was going on there. And... So when you have Tom Cotton, who puts out an op-ed, I believe it was in the Wall Street Journal, or it was the New York Times, I don't remember which one, but when he puts out an op-ed that says, I'm on these committees that observes this, and he doesn't say specifically that this 100% came from a Wuhan lab, but, you know, if, if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, and, and, and moves like a duck, it, it might be a duck. And he was condemned universally by the left, the media, you know, China itself. They called and him a that, racist. Yeah, exa exactly. Which, which is, you know, a whole discussion that we can have. Uh, you know, the, the anti-Asian American hatred and and not the left. The left can never find who the actual perpetrators of that are, but they don't want to. You know, that's a whole different conversation. Either way, uh, the, the fact that that was just condemned universally as a fringe conspiracy theory, and now it's sort of becoming more and more and more likely to have occurred. I just don't know where these people get off thinking that they can be wrong constantly and no one's going to call, you know, you know, BS on them. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it really is Orwellian. And I mean, people people call a lot of things Orwellian. And, and half the time I, I question whether or not they've ever read Orwell. But, you know, like when, when Donald Trump questioned whether the and, and Tom Cotton, whether or not this virus was released from a lab, they were called racist. And, and, and you remember big tech too like any anybody who posted about this raising these questions on twitter or facebook were banned for life just for raising the question and like it is really orwellian you know that the whole the truth is whatever the party says stuff like that that is orwellian and in in this country unfortunately the press and big tech they're they're desperate to make what the truth whatever the democratic party says like that is straight out of orwell you know it's shocking. I mean, it's it's exactly what happened. I mean, at the end of the uh, the Trump administration with the Afghan bounties from the the Russians. Oh gosh, yes. It not only not only was it like not true. It wasn't true at all. They published it. They published it as fact. Joe Biden criticized the president or President Trump on a debate stage about it being true. Trump said it wasn't true on the debate stage. Was then said and called a liar off the debate stage. And now come to find out you know, when it doesn't matter anymore, that not only was it like pretty false, it was completely false and fabricated. And the American people, I mean, there are people that are out there. And as you and I have talked about before, when you say something once on CNN, you're not criticized for it. There are hundreds of thousands of people who heard that, believe that and carry it as fact. And there's, it would take a ton of very specified targeting to undo that. They criticize the right for doing it all the time. But these are monumental lies. I mean, Trump talking about how big his crowd size is relative to 
you know, a, a foreign policy faux pas at the level of Vladimir Putin is, is offering bounties for targeting American military in Afghanistan and Syria. Are you kidding? Like, that, that's that we're nuclear powers going head to head. I mean, that, that that could cause serious, serious, you know, public policy, foreign policy ramifications. And it's like, oh, sorry, we got it wrong. My bad. Like, yeah, it's incredible. The media is the only organization outside of Washington, D.C. as a whole where you can consistently be wrong and get a promotion. The media and Anthony Fauci. That dude is going to sign like a $10 million book deal oh, yeah. when he has to be done and get in, and have season tickets at the Nats for the rest of his life where he's not wearing a mask. It's going to be absurd. Like, I just don't get the Fauci worship. I, it's, it's fascinating to, the, to watch the left continue to love this guy. And but everything the man has said for over a year has been a lie. I mean, it's either been a flat-out lie or completely false, and he keeps admitting it later, you know? Like, and, and, like, he's not even defending himself. Like, he's like, yeah, I lied to you, and then the left is like, nope, nope, nope. He, he didn't lie. No, he's telling It's like, they're defending him even when he's not defending himself. Like, it's so bizarre. Rand Paul, it was back in February, I think, called him out for using masks as, as political theater. Remember, he testified before the Senate wearing not one but two ma- two masks months after he was vaccinated. And and Republicans were, were called all kinds of names for, for pointing this out. And then over the weekend, Fauci admitted, yeah, he was just doing it for show. So, I mean, he proves our side, the right, to be correct over and over. And leftists still love the guy. Like, it, it's how many times does Fauci have to tell the Democrats who he is before they start believing him? Well, it's kind of striking. So uh, to talk about the the idol worship itself, I mean, you're you're a Christian guy, you, you know, I can't remember if it's Alexander Solzhenitsyn or G.K. Chesterton who said that when man stops worshiping God, he does then not worship nothing. He worships anything. Yes. And that uh, for the modern left that doesn't believe in God, that doesn't, you know, that thinks Christians are just the dumbest people on the planet. Their move then has become to elevate these people who are just like, you know, little, I mean, for better or worse, idols. I mean, that you saw it with Cuomo. You saw it with Dr. Fauci. You will see it, you know, with with Kamala Harris down the road, hundred percent. Oh yeah. They don't. When you don't believe anything, you have to believe in in these like little things or worship, you know, alcohol or drugs or any number of things to make them a big part of your life. And that's that's the sad thing that we're seeing. And, and I hate it. I hate it for the, the left because it, it's a it's a valueless situation in which you're going to constantly be deceived and people are going to constantly lie to you. And I mean, I hate it for them, but it, that's. That's why we see this stuff. Yeah, and and you're you're absolutely right about the religiosity religiosity of of the left. Like it, the thing is too, it's it's so over the top. Like they're they're more devout than most religious people. You know, like the the they made prayer candles to Anthony Fauci. You know what I mean? Like they oh, yeah. like there's some really bizarre over the top stuff. You know that that religious people aren't even that devout. You know, like it's and. You know, going back, yeah, hundred percent for a guy that keeps lying to them over and over. He's what? What has he been right about since last March? Like nothing. Like he's been wrong or lying every step of the way, and they still love the guy. And I just, it's going to take a long time, man. And that's I, I hate what the government has done to my friends on the political left. I hate it. It's going to take a long time for people to get their brains back. Like the the government has su- successfully broken half the country 
Like I, I talked, I, I see it in my friends and family members that are, they're broken men and women right now. Like they're, they're living in fear. They're, they're just broken people. They're sheep, you know, well, and it's, it's going to take, I mean, you see Democrats admitting or not bragging almost not even admitting they're, they're bragging about how they're going to keep wearing masks forever just so people know that they're Democrats. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, man, it's, it's just sad. Like I feel so bad for these people. And then, and that's the scary thing too. And, and that's, that's one of the things that you and I've talked about before about how Trump has just bro- broke a lot of people's brains. Like all we heard for months and months on end was we just need 14 days to stop the spread. Then we need to, we need to flatten the curve, whatever that meant, which kept evolving what that really meant. Then it, then it was like, Oh, it's actually super reckless to reopen and life, life will never go back to normal how it was. It needs to be in this new normal. And people kept saying this new normal and people were like, what are you talking about? We're not we're not going to the goal here is not to wear a mask. We're going to get vaccines. Trump was laughed out of the room for saying I'm going to uh, we're going to have vaccines by by the election. It was, you know, coincidentally a week after the election that we got vaccines. A lot most public officials, et cetera, were vaccinated by then. And rather than saying, look, this was a big win for the United States of America. We don't have to give the win to Trump if that makes the left feel better. We don't have to give that win. But this is a big win for the United States. Let's go out and say if you're vaccinated. Life's back to normal. Go back your day to day exactly the same. And re- and then, re- re- you know, rather than us being playing this game about like, oh, God, I'm a Republican Democrat. It's like, hey, I got vaccinated. I'm a team player. Like life's back the same. And instead, dude, I when I see young people that are under the age of 70 something uh, that are wearing masks now that are vaccinated, it's hard not to look at that person and be like, you're you're not a serious person. No, you're, you're just not a sheep. A person. You're just yeah. a sheep. Like, I don't know what else to. To, to call it. I mean, you're, you're not. You're, you're absolutely correct. You're, you can't be a serious person and, and do this unless you just I don't know. I, I don't know. I, it, a lot of this stuff from the government was intentional. I, I do believe not not everybody, but a lot of these authoritarian types, it was their goal to break people, to, to break people's spirit, <laughs> break their their will. You know what I mean? And make them dependent on government. Make them dependent on the quote-unquote experts. You know, watch watch the news every day and, and see what your governor says you're allowed to do with your life now. You know what I mean? And I I don't know. I, I think the the plan. I think that was a plan, uh, and they succeeded. They 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 broke the spirit of, of half the country. And I don't know. I, I don't know how long uh, we should be back to normal right now, right? Like everybody who wants to be vaccinated has had an opportunity to get vaccinated. People just do whatever they want, go about their lives. I, I how long is it going to take before we we get back to a, a pre 2020 America, if ever. I mean, that, I, five years, three years. Like, what do you think? No, oh, I, I mean, I think I think the Democrats have have got to, you know, everything's political now, and the Democrats have got to get us back to normal before the election, or people are going to be like, well, one group wants to get us back to normal, get kids back in school. The other group wants to play weird politics with the pandemic. I'm going to go with the other group, and so the Democrats. Because they know that the American people have a short memory, we're able to steamroll a bunch of social policy moves into the United States of America, get people on the government dole, get people. I mean, I've been down in Florida a number of times. There is not a lack of work, but the government incentives for not working. People are, you know, you'll go into a restaurant and be waited on, you know, for 45 minutes and be like, hey, man, where's the food? Sorry, man, we're understaffed. Yeah, man. You know, if you go to a hotel, hey, sorry. You know, the hotel hotel room's not going to be ready till five or six tonight because we just don't have staff because people are not working. Yeah, dude, there there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of jobs on the table 
the Democrats played these like, you know, basically UBI games and, you know, let's see what happened to that. Yeah, people are not going to work and that's going to make, you know, other jobs and businesses lose revenue, which isn't going to make them have to fire people, which then is going to make there's more work available, but they don't have the revenue to pay those people to work. Businesses are going to shrink. The economy is going to shrink. And, you know, we're trying to look out for someone who to blame. And it's going to be very hard because the Democrats say you can't point to China. So I'm uh, I am very concerned. And but I, I think that they're going to. They're going to have to figure out a way to get us back to work by 2022 or else they're going to get smoked in the yeah. election. People, I mean, people are sick of it. Yeah, even if they back off on, on the crazy COVID nonsense, I, I think enough damage has been done. I mean, I, look, I, I know that Jay Powell says that inflation isn't going to be very bad, but um, I, I, I don't know if many Americans understand that he's being sarcastic. <laughs> I mean, I think the damage has been done. I think we are heading towards 1970s levels of inflation. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, they'll obviously try. I mean, you saw Obama with with George W. Bush. They'll try to blame um, the the economy on on Donald Trump somehow. But I don't know, man. I I don't think I have to believe that our fellow countrymen can see through that. I mean, it it would be hard not to. You're you're sitting there being given. I mean, I, you know, I don't want to point to any examples, but people that I know in my my close circle of friends and family haven't haven't been working for a long time. And haven't been looking for a job and keep mysteriously getting like government checks and subsidy checks and stuff. And they're just sort of like, oh, like I've I've been like pseudo retired. I mean, we're talking about like young, you know, 35 to 45 year olds who are, you know, independently wealthy and receive like passive income stuff. And they're just getting these also these government checks for thousands of dollars because the government views them as unemployed. And it's like, what? What is happening? Like. How, how would you not look there and say, hey, a, lot, a bunch of people have, are, are really uh, have a ton of cash. The government's going to pump more money. Why don't we up our prices? It's just it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. I think the left, I don't think, or at least I pray to God, that they, they aren't successful. But they're going to try to just make the big jump away from capitalism right now. You know, like they, they've conditioned young people to just stay on, on, the, on the government's on the government dole, and that, I mean, you see, they're they're uh, they're paying people to have kids now, isn't it? They're, they're giving like three hundred bucks per kid or whatever to to families and stuff like that. That's kind of you know UBI light, um, and you still have like the Andrew Yangs and all these people talking about UBI. Um, I I think this year they're gonna try to introduce some kind of like massive UBI plan, um, and and really advance their socialist agenda. I I, I don't think it's gonna work, but. I mean, they've they've broken people, man. I, they, I keep coming back to that. They, they've broken people. They've convinced people that it's okay um, to just rely on, on government handouts indefinitely. And they're going to try. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they start introducing bills uh, to make UBI permanent, to make stimulus checks permanent, and all that. Um, I don't. Know, I, you don't. If you're a commie, <laughs> you almost. Uh, I don't know how you resist i mean you do have an opportunity you might fail but i think now the you know man the country's ripe for the picking you know what i mean like i think a lot of people are getting used to relying on the government and they might try their big push away from capitalism right now i, I hope they fail but I, I think you're gonna see major attempts from the hard left to to restructure the economy forever yeah i mean I, i've written about the ubi for a long time and and the fact that republicans nor democrats had any appetite to push back on a growing number of jobs disappearing in the United States of America, always thinking, oh, you know, the lie of, oh, Americans will like 
they'll innovate around a new idea. You know, like obviously we, we don't have like whale hunters anymore for whale oil. Like, right. of course we don't because we, we, we innovated around that or innovated things that are better and more efficient. Sure. And that works sometimes, but without some sort of, you know, plan from different states to incentivize different types of work or to make any number of sectors viable with smooth transitions into other sectors, all that can be happen, all that can happen is there's huge segments of the population that are out of work and without a, a career alternative, you know, because it's all well and good to say, hey, you know, we're going to we're going to send some people off the off the, the factory floor at Ford and we'll just move them over into a different type of factory where like an analogous type of, of you know, physical work is done when you just say, oh, actually, we don't need any of you anymore you know, go out and, you know, learn to code as the, as the democratic media used to say, you have to kind of, you have to kind of look at that with sort of a head tilt and say, well, what, what are you supposed to do? You know, for, you know, 55 year old man that's worked at a factory for 30 years, go figure out how to become like a, a psychology professor at Brown. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. How are they supposed to do that? But these people don't these people don't think down the road. I mean, it's it's sad because we just don't have leaders. We have a bunch of people that are decent at social media who have figured out how to manipulate people into feeling one way or feeling another way and get a bunch of people to donate money to their campaigns. They go to Washington. They have no idea what they're talking about. And they've never worked a real job in their life or, or talked to the average American and figured out how to get people working and doing things. And so now you have, you know, the average person under 30 wants to be like a YouTube creator and like <laughs> second job after that, it's like a TikToker. I mean, how, how are you supposed to come to those people and say, Hey man, I really enjoyed your dances, but we really need you to like learn to, I don't know, like weld. It's just, it's not going to happen. And I, and I, I just don't know that we've really thought that through and what that what that's going to mean long term because we just don't have serious people anymore. We just, yeah, we just don't have serious people. Yeah, so. the thing is though, you know who does have a lot of serious people? China, and that's the thing. That's what people don't understand. Like when the left is playing games with our economy, Xi Jinping is not going to play games with his. Okay, like everything the left wants is going to make the United States less competitive globally, and that's terrifying. There's a story. There, there's a couple of things. So, so I've I've lived in China, um, and there was a there was a high school that I worked at when I was there in, in Zhangjiajie province or in Zhangjiajie, but it, that's in the Hunan province. And and I one day I was walking down the street and we were walking up to the school and they were mounting this board that was probably 30 feet high by about 40 feet long and it just had a list of you know three. I mean, I obviously couldn't read it because I was like, what, you know, what what is that? Like it was it was just lists and lists and lists of three three little you know characters which you know were names and so i obviously like didn't know everybody's name um and i you know i, I come up to a you know buddy and i asked him what it was and he was like oh yeah those are the gaokao exam results and they had posted the gaokao which is like the big exam for 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 china where you determine kind of where your social stature is going to be where you whether you can go to university at all um and not just in the the american sense of like oh you know my sat score wasn't high like like there's a there's a line that's like you can't go to university if you didn't crest this threshold. Right, like they um, they segregate their entire society. Exactly, yeah. like whether you want to serve in government, etc. Um, and they published it in front of the school, in front of the whole community. Like you, you know, you drive back, you know, it, you're just driving down Martin Luther King, King Boulevard and you look over and it's like, oh, Tyler Grant, you know, B minus. Like that's <laughs> that that's how it was, and yeah. it just it shows the difference between 
obviously there are parts of their society that are the worst, but things like that, where it shows like an actual toughness and Hey, like maybe the fact that, you know, you have to actually go and, and do something and be productive and be a part of society and contribute, you know, maybe that's something that we, we look at and say that that is something that we have just somehow lost. I mean, when you look at world war two, and you see all all the the men you know go over to to fight the Nazis, and people people that were still here weren't like oh gosh I hope they do well they were like no 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 like we are contributing to the war effort and you saw you know American advertisement that, that we're going to do something I mean you had women coming together building these factories and, and people you know contributing and people you know putting together for a war effort like we were a serious people back then yeah and I just don't know anymore where it's like oh gosh I mean I often joke to my brother about. If China were to invade California, we would spend the first like six months of the war determining whether we had the appropriate diversity breakdown of our wartime commanders before, they <laughs> would, before we stopped them when they got to Ohio. Yeah, man. And, yeah, and, like, man. That's not an indictment of like diversity or anything. It's just it's an indictment of the fact that we're just not serious. We, we yeah. lose focus of the actual threat in favor of like, oh, gosh, I hope, you know, I hope that since China imparted this horrible sickness on the entire world that claimed the lives of millions of people. Gosh, I, I hope that people still celebrate Chinese New Year in Chinatown in New York City. It's like, what? Where what are, are your priorities? About? Yeah. And Ted Cruz got blasted um, last week for commenting on, um, I don't know who put it together, but the, <laughs> gosh, just the contrasting uh, army recruitment ads from the United States and Russia. <laughs> and it was... Like, like I'm not like, like I'm not talking crap about like women serving in the army or anything. That's not what I'm talking about. But the American ad was just this like this this blonde lady and it was all about feminism and, and stuff like that and girl power and and all this. And then like the Russian ad is just these big jacked dudes like lifting weights and stuff. And it's like, man, look, as the wet we can screw around as, as what in the West, right? And we can become deeply unserious people. And it's not just the United States; it's all across the West. But that does not mean the rest of the world is as unserious as we are. Vladimir Putin is a serious dude. Xi Jinping is a serious dude. Just because Joe Biden is a deeply unserious Alzheimer's patient, <laughs> that does not mean that the president of China is as well. Okay, like, and, and it's just, oh man, Hamas. Is filled with very serious people, whether or not we, we want to take them seriously or not. You know what I mean? Just because we have these strange, bizarre priorities just does not mean that the rest of the world shares our priorities. Oh, 100%. And, and, and the scary thing about it is that with the actual capabilities to do the damage that they would need to, like, actually, you know, hold a candle to the United States of America – it would be very, very devastating for us. But, I mean, you know, they don't have the capabilities of, of being a serious, you know, threat to us right now. So we're not as stressed about them. But, I mean, you know, if they ever catch us, I, I, it is very concerning what would happen. Because we, rather than being force ready and, and military you know, or like wartime ready, you know, we spend a lot of time with these like these, these silly little debates. And I'm, I'm not sure that we've like really thought through what the long term implications of that will be. Yep. I mean, not to mention, I mean, the, we, we, I know we're running out of time. We have to wrap it up. But, I mean, not to mention, um, yeah, not a lot of countries want to buy our, our, our bonds right now. You know, we we are devaluing our currency. Um, and, and we can only get away with that uh, so long as we have the world's uh, most powerful military. Um, that's just 
that's just fact of the matter. Um, you know, when when other countries start catching up to us in terms of military strength, then uh, inflation is going to be a, a much larger issue. But uh, a bunch of more stuff I wanted to get to today, but we are out of time. Tyler, my friend, uh, where can everybody read your stuff and follow you online and keep in touch and all that good stuff? I just check me out on Twitter. So you have not been on Twitter much lately, man. No, no I, uh, sorry. I, uh, I, you know, I just, uh, it, it kind of feels like playing Russian roulette a little bit with your career. <laughs> it felt like I would, uh, I kind of chill. I mean, there's so many things that are so, uh, they're so tense and people are so tense and crazy yeah, that man. for me, it just makes a lot more sense to just, just read and, and learn and educate yourself. And then down the road, if, if ever there's a time to really get back in the, the public domain, it would be the right move to do. So I think, uh, for now, I'm not going to not gonna get too crazy with it yeah it's probably smart especially when you just wake up in a bad mood just ready to just go guns blazing on uh, whatever issue of the day is it's it's probably smart just to put the phone down <laughs> that's exactly right everybody follow tyler he's great that's all i got for today i'm brady leonard i'll be back on wednesday no gimmicks uh-huh.